Halleluja, Halleluja. There is a town located six hours southwest of us that is small as they come. The town has a business strip that includes an art center, an antique shop, a quilt, and a basket store. There's a school, a post office, and of course, the all too familiar Dollar General in this rural town. The town has only one gas station, and there are no stoplights in the entire town. There's an Oldsmobile Turn GMC dealership in the town, but now it's closed and left to decay as weeds and grass begin to cover the entire parking lot of the dealership. The town has only 123 residents based on the 2010 census. Nestled in the beautiful mountains of West Virginia, the town looks like any typical rural town you might drive through in Appalachian. However, this small town of 123 people is not your typical town. If you were to walk through the town, you would notice you have stepped back in time. As if this small town is stuck in the past and unable to move forward with the rest of society. One would fail to see that this whole town of Green Bank has a law that forbids cell phones. It goes even further. It bans microwaves and Wi-Fi radios and any type of Wi-Fi devices. And to make sure the law is enforced, there is a radio frequency police or the RFI police with specialized instruments to make sure everyone follows the rule and law of the land. Even if you have your cell phone, it would not work unable to connect to the cell towers because there is none. I should tell you the reason the town has such strict rules in regards to radio frequency is that it is home to one of the world's largest steerable radio telescopes. The cutting edge of technology when it comes to hearing the universe. The instruments are so sensitive that when astronomers receive one of their reports, they found an anomaly in the report caused by the souvenir fans in the gift shop of the telescope. The instrument is listening constantly, hearing what is coming from outer space since 1952. They're looking for E.T. And unfortunately, it's been very quiet. They haven't been able to find E.T. yet, 60 years or so. By the way, this is made possible by declaring a section of the United States as the National Radio Quiet Zone, a safe haven. The town of Green Bank, West Virginia, has the title of America's quietest town. It's a safe haven for people to unplug. In order to hear, there has to be silence. You can't hear when there are a million things happening. You have to have silence and stillness in order to hear. It's powerful stuff. Even when it comes to hearing the universe, there has to be a designated place where silence is required in order to hear. Why do we have to have a designated place? 
Because silence has to be deliberate. You do not naturally get silence. And that was the plan for this plot of land where silence was designated. Silence has become a valuable commodity in our digital push notice, text alert, email alert, planning center alert world. Silence. It's a crazy concept. And the disciples dealt with this too. In Mark chapter 4, verse 35, and on that day, when the evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go across the other side of the lake. So after leaving the crowd, they took him along just as he was in the boat, and other boats were with him. Now a great windstorm developed, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so the boat was nearly swamped. I got to spend some time at the beach at Rehoboth, and those are some powerful waves. I have some scars on my face to prove it. Waves, you don't mess with waves. So obviously these battled, hardened, veteran fishermen are freaking out. What kind of storm are they dealing with? I'm sure they've seen all kinds of storms. But here they are, they're freaking out, they're on the boat. Verse 38, but where is Jesus? He's in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. And they woke him up, and they said to him, teacher, don't you care that we are about to die? So he got up, and he rebuked the winds. And he said to the sea, be quiet. And he looked at the waves and said, calm down. And the wind stopped, and it was dead calm. Silence. The disciples knew what he was doing. They're familiar with the Old Testament. That's their scriptures. If we read Psalms 107, verse 23. Now some traveled on the sea in ships and carried cargo over the vast waters. And they witnessed the acts of the Lord and his amazing feats on the deep water. This is the Old Testament. This is long before Jesus comes on the scene. And he gave the order for a windstorm, and it stirred up the wave of the sea, and they reached up to the sky, and they dropped into the depths. And the sailor's strength had left them because the danger was so great. They swayed and staggered like a drunk, and all their skills proved ineffective. They cried out to the Lord in the distress, and he delivered them from their troubles. He calmed the storm, and the waves grew what? Silent. And the sailors rejoiced. Why are they rejoicing? Because the waves grew quiet. And he yelled them, I'm sorry, and he led them to the harbor where they desired. 
Can you really hear from God with so many distractions in your life? When was the last time you took yourself to a quiet place and listened to the king? What's funny, this town has become a a huge tourist place now. Everybody wants to go there to completely unplug. And that's just like Jesus. He clears everything out, all the distractions, because there's a lot of distractions. They They just come. And the older you get, the more distractions you have. As a kid, it was just the playground. As an adult, you get more distractions. And he's the one that silences everything. Have you heard from the Lord lately? Well, no. I haven't. Well, there's a reason why. There's a lot of noise. When was the last time you... We're in a silent place. Now, I have two kids under the age of four, and silence is golden. I didn't realize how much I would want silence. I'm an extrovert. I love crowds and big parties, but I look forward to silence at night when everybody's asleep. When everything is quiet. I can hear from the Lord. Well, maybe you're saying, well, I haven't heard from the Lord. Well, what was the last thing he told you? Oh, I don't want to go there. I don't like what he told me. Oh, so you expect him to change his mind. Good luck. And this is a part of the message I don't like. And I don't like reading this verse of Scripture. I hate this verse of Scripture. There's, there's, a, there's per- certain passages of Scripture preachers do not like preaching from. We avoid them, and the reason being is because we don't like living by them. I always pick on Desi. He, um, he preached on James, and I said, sorry, partner, you're not going to have to live by it. And James is a hard book to live by. Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man or a woman. Women, don't, you, don't, you don't get to get a ticket out of this. It's, it's everybody here. But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. I hate that passage of Scripture. Let me, let me read it to you again. I'll, I'll do a little different version. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And in other words... We have a lot of plans we want to do, and they have nothing to do with what God has called us to do. All right, I went there. That's right, I went there. I went there. We read, I'm sorry, we were taught on Wednesday night these big group learnings where these, like, literature people were just naming, you know, the the gospel of Mary and the, the gospel of Thomas, and they would put these big names to bring authority and validity to these books. And let's just face it, we do that too with our plans, right? Jesus told me. He, he told me. Did he really tell you? Was it really Jesus? 
or have you just baptized your plan and just added Jesus to it so now we can't doubt it? I mean, I'm not going to say, well, are you sure it was Jesus? I mean, how do I know? I don't know your walk with the Lord because God calls people to do crazy stuff. I don't know. But guess what? You can fool everyone here, but you haven't fooled the Lord. Think about that. Are your plans really what Jesus wants you to do? This is a hard message. I hate preaching this message because I'm preaching to myself. Is these plans what God has called you to do? I love throwing Jesus around. It's fantastic. I restrict myself. And Jesus is going, what are you doing? I never said that. No, I didn't call you to do that. But does he ring us by the neck and bring us to the altar? No. The nerve of this guy, he just waits. He just smiles and says, go right ahead. When you're ready to wake me up, when you're ready for me to calm your storm, when you're ready for me to try to get rid of all these distractions, I'll bring some silence in your life, and you can finally hear from me. And here's the scary thing. I'm pretty sure we have all heard from God, but we've just ignored it. I know, I know. I don't like this message either. We have heard from God. I get it. I get it. I don't want to do what God says either. Join the club. Are your plans from the Lord? The music could come. I'm not, I never preach long. I should like with long altar calls. Are your plans from the Lord? When was the last thing you heard from God? Well, I haven't heard from him in decades, years. I haven't heard from God in years. Uh, there's a reason why. What was the last thing he told you? No, 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 no. That's not what he's called me to do. And what does you say? Just He just waits. I hate that. If you're looking for a God who just yells at you, this is not the God. Me and my wife will, will argue with one another. And my wife will yell at me to, give, to prove a point. And I'll say, why are you yelling? She says, you won't listen to me if I don't. Guess what? God doesn't yell. He doesn't need to yell to prove his point. Do you have silence in your personal life? Can you really hear from the Lord? Is where you are in your life right now where God wants you? Or are you, are you just avoiding God? You're baptizing your, your plans, your dreams, and you're just adding Jesus to it. But at the end of the day, it all falls apart.
might not fall apart in a year, maybe it takes decades, but eventually it does fall apart. Because at the end, the purpose of the Lord will stand. I'll just wait. All right. I'll wait 40 years if that's what you want. I'll have you go through the desert and just walk around. That's what, that's what they hate. The children said, that's what they wanted. They weren't ready to go to the promised land. So he said, okay, then go to the desert. Just walk around for 40 years. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Did you really hear from God? And why do you place restrictions on your walk when those restrictions don't come from God? Well, once, once my kids get it. No. Well, once my life is not a mess, well, join the club. Your life's always going to be a mess. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We could stand. The quietest town in America. Maybe we just need to get to a quiet place in our own home and really hear what the Lord has said. Some of us, maybe we just, we are doing what the Lord has told us to do. Maybe that's the reason why God hasn't said anything. It's like, well, you're doing what I told you to do. But the, the peacekeeper, the one who brings silence, wants to do that in your life tonight. Will you allow him to do that? Will you wake up Jesus? I'm just blown away. Here are these waves coming in. The boat's about to sink, and Jesus is sleeping. No, I think he was waiting for the disciples. Like, come on, wake me up. He doesn't force his way in. He's a complete gentleman. Jesus? God, I need some silence in my life. There's so much noise. I need you to quiet the distractions in my life. And Lord, I need to hear from you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I need to hear from you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. La 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 masataya Jesus 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 Oh bet you would call the in me Jesus Ara la 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 to do what you've called me to do, Lord. Give me the boldness, Lord. 
Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, you're always reaching, Lord. You're always touching me, Jesus. Ah, la, 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 la. When will I learn to embrace you, Lord? When will I learn, Jesus, to just give up, God? Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This altar is open. Ah, la, 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 la